Hello, friends, and welcome to the U-Turn Podcast. This is your host, Ashley Stahl. I'm a career expert, a speaker, a best-selling author of the book, U-Turn. Get unstuck, discover your direction, design your dream career. And I created the U-Turn book and the podcast as a place to help you connect to who you truly are at your core. And that's why every single week, I want to bring a guest on with the intention of helping you expand what's possible for you, both in your confidence, whether it's in work or love, and just in life in general. So let's get into this week's episode. U-Turn friends. Hello. It's Ash here, and I'm excited to bring Jessica Zweig onto the show. She's the CEO of Simply Be, which is an agency, an international award-winning personal brand firm. She serves clients around the globe. She's the author of the number one best-selling book, Be, A No BS Guide to Increasing Your Self-Worth and Net Worth by Simply Being Yourself. Um, and she was also named a personal branding expert by Forbes. I mean, the awards go on and on, and she's just really on a mission to debunk the perception that personal branding is an act of vanity. She believes that when it's done right, it's an act of service. It's a social responsibility. It's a positive investment towards a positive future. So when you set yourself free to simply be, you set the world free. So today we're going to talk about all sorts of things when it comes to leadership. We're going to talk about personal branding, masculine and feminine energy in business, um, and how to actually make a personal brand that works. So I'm really excited to dive in. And I have to say, um, those of you who watch me on Instagram saw that I shattered a glass door all over myself yesterday. Thankfully, I'm fine. And I just get on Zoom with her and she's like, oh, that's a good sign. So we're dealing with somebody with a very good mindset right now. (laughs) Thank you for coming on the show. (laughs) Thank you for having me. Thank you for that beautiful introduction. And Yeah, I just think that the universe is talking to us every day in all the ways. And sure, we can interpret things how we want to, but everything is energy and something something powerful is coming to you. I feel that that door cracking, that glass shattering is a frequency shift. And I don't know, Ashley, I'd be excited if I were you. Thank you. Yeah, it's interesting. Like, I I feel like there's so many ways to see it, right? Like I open a door and glass goes shattering down. I'm standing on the ground with no shoes on. There's glass everywhere. I have a dog. The dog jumped back. My partner comes running out of his room. And it's funny. All I could think to myself was like, oh my God, I have so many minimal cuts. This could have been so much worse. I'm so lucky. And I'm so lucky I have a partner that can help me with this because I was dating for so long to find him. And oh my gosh, I'm so lucky my dog wasn't even hit. And I just came out of it like, wow, I'm so lucky. And granted, I was in a bit of a spiral yesterday, like thought I lost my wallet, almost called credit card companies to cancel my car, found my wallet. You know, it was like one of those days. Yeah, 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 girl. But I can tell you have a similar mindset. What do you think it is that makes you that way? Like, have you always been this way? I I guess yeah I mean I'm I'm a very spiritual person you know I'm I run a business we can talk about you know yeah. all of the things I've manifested from a professional perspective and being a CEO of 25 people and building a, a a marketing and branding agency but my real passion and I think the truest truth of who I am as a person is my spiritual connection mm-hmm. and, and it's been you know deepened by frankly hardships, heartbreaks, rock bottoms, you know, when we really reach the dark, it's where we find our light. And I've been through some, you know, hard things in my life as we all have. And so, you know, I've just, I realized a long time ago, not too long ago, but long enough ago that like my own happiness and my own sense of fulfillment is my responsibility. Like I have total control over how 
I choose to engage and co-create my life. It is a true co-creation. And so being positive and seeing the quote unquote bright side, if you will, or the glass half full is an active practice. It's a choice. Mm -hmm. And so have I always been like this? No, but I've, I've been like this for a while and Mm -hmm. I've been studying how to go deeper into that connection and perspective on, you know, my co-creation with the universe. Yeah, definitely. And I I feel like one thing that kind of bums me out but feels true is that pain helps you deepen. I feel like the most powerful catalysts for growth are pain, like death Mm -hmm. or love, right? Like loving someone or loving something or losing. And it's it's too bad that like transformation comes from like such extremes sometimes, but I know that you can transform quietly in many other ways in your day-to-day life. It doesn't have to be super painful. Um, Okay, so masculine, feminine leadership, it's such a good topic, and I'm so excited to talk about this as a CEO, as a woman in business. Um, and, and I've read you say that when we're in our masculine, we create, and we have to get out of our own way in order to do so. So how have you juggled in your way of being, being this spiritual woman, but also being this creator that has to harness that energy, move forward, sometimes be aggressive? Like I worked in- yeah terrorism at the Pentagon. And sometimes I needed to like really push. So how do you walk that balance? Totally. I mean, I often say that women who are empowered in their divine masculine will rule the world and men who become connected to their divine feminine will help to heal the world. I think the reason why I say that is because there's been a true imbalance going on for a really long time. Now we are a part of this moment, you and I, and probably a lot of the people who are listening of this collective shift into the divine feminine rising where women are more empowered than ever. We're starting businesses. We're becoming leaders where we are like owning control of organizations, communities, countries. I mean, it's an exciting time to be a woman right now. And that requires of us when we step into this position of leadership aspects of what I would call the divine masculine. This doesn't mean manly qualities. It's it's masculine frequency and how I characterize and categorize those are the, the attributes of assertion, focus, action, creation, problem solving, linear thinking, confidence, doing, you know, those are beautiful things that we as women in leadership, like need to possess. And and I really tapped into that. I'm also a double Leo. I'm an emotional generator. Like I have a lot of fire in my chart. So I'm, you know, very, it's easy for me to lean into those masculine attributes. And I've created a lot of money and opportunity and I've created jobs and I've manifested book deals. And like, there's a lot of really beautiful things that have come with that journey, but I'm going to be really honest with you. And I don't think I'm alone in saying this. There's a shadow side to that as, as women, we become addicted to the hustle. We become like complete, like on overdrive all the time, working 24 seven and really not nourishing what is our innate innate attributes as women, because we are women, which are the divine feminine qualities. Mm. And that has really been its own practice for me, especially lately of really releasing the, 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 the kind of a connection, obsession, addiction I have to those masculine energies and feeling like the need 
to, mm-hmm. to have those at the forefront all the time mm-hmm. and really leading instead with my divine feminine. And I think we need both. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not, I don't want to generalize, but I see a lot of a lot of women in corporate America, a lot of women who run like very um, structured kind of companies like I do leaning mm-hmm. into the divine mass, leaning into the masculine and just overworked, overexerted, stressed out, depleted, resentful, <laughs> like all the things. And then there's, but they're, but they're making moves. So, you know, that at least that's positive. And then I see women, creatives, entrepreneurs, solopreneurs who are so in their feminine, who are so in their creative flow and essence and receptivity and allowance and stillness and that they don't get much shit done. Like, right. They can't get out of their own way because they're so in their feminine. Yes. I think that there's a balance that we all have to find no matter what we, what we do for a living. When the world feels crazy and chaotic, remember that you don't have to. You deserve to take control of your mental health and your physical health. Cured Nutrition is trying to make it easier for you to do exactly that. Formulated with their trinity of ingredients, a blend of full-spectrum cannabinoids, functional mushrooms, and adaptogens, Serenity Gummies are your answer to finding the calm in every storm. I've been so excited about Cured. They want you to feel good about feeling good. So they took their time in really formulating these Serenity gummies. They left out the artificial flavors, sugars, and dyes, and they replaced them with ingredients that actually live up to their clean label wellnessy word. When I'm relaxed, I perform better and I make better decisions in my work and overall my life. I just started taking these Serenity gummies and I find that in moments that I would normally stress out, I feel somehow calm and collected. Each gummy is packed with ashwagandha, a medicinal herb for fatigue, L-theanine, which supports stress relief, reishi, an adaptogenic stress buster, and so much more. Right now, Cured is extending an exclusive offer to the U-Turn community. You can grab a bag of Serenity gummies for 20% off by visiting curednutrition.com slash U-Turn. That's C-U-R-E-D nutrition, N-U-T-R-I-T-I-O-N.com slash Y-O-U-T-U-R-N and use the coupon code U-Turn at checkout to save that 20%. Protect your peace, grab a gummy. Really magical. I actually started applying some feminine principles to how I approach business. And I think there's like the wounded and then the empowered feminine, right? Like the wounded is just like indulgent in your emotions to the point that you're not moving forward and harnessing that masculine like motion and energy put out. Um, And I feel like the active feminine, where it's like curiosity, taking initiative, choosing the flow. Like, for example, Whenever I lose, I, I don't lose things very often. And so when I do lose something, it really like jars me because it's just so not like me. And I've been in this feminine energy of like, it will show up, right? Girl, and yes. It's like, instead of spending the afternoon stressed out over this thing or that thing, trying to find it, digging through my stuff, like clockwork, three days later, it's like, oh, here's my watch that I lost. Here's that piece of jewelry that I was worried about. Um, And I've been doing that with business, like instead of pitching myself like crazy, which is totally a part of, you know, harnessing that energy in business. Sometimes when you're out there for yourself working and hustling, but instead I'm like, let me see what opportunities come to me this year. Let me see how I can optimize what's already here instead of going out there and hunting for more new things. Um, And it's been so nourishing. And it's so funny because one of the biggest business deals I've ever gotten came my way during that. 
And yeah. it, it was under my nose. I was just out to lunch with a girlfriend who has a really large platform. And I never think of my friends through a business lens because I, I don't know. I think I just got so burnt out that like the part of me that wants to pursue, there is some wounded feminine in me, right? That's like, I don't want to pursue. I'm tired. I'm hung over from it all. Yeah. Um, and so I'm the one friend in my group of girlfriends where they're like, you specifically have no business agenda when we're out to dinner. Like you, Ashley. I'm like, yeah, I know. I'm just too burnt out to care anymore. Um, and money's just not, it's important, but it's not a top priority for me. So it was just so interesting. All of these girlfriends I had wanted to do business with a friend of mine. I thought nothing of it. And here she is. We were out to lunch just over mimosas. And she's like, hey, you know what would be so fun is if we did a collaboration together. I know you're tired of marketing and you're burnt out of it. And I'm tired of content creation. So why don't you create all this content and I'm, I'm going to market it to my audience. And it was just like, this is so easy. Like, how is life being so friendly to me? And I understand that I'm a white woman. There's privilege that has gotten me to this place, right? And being able to surrender has been one of the most powerful lessons because it shows you when you don't pursue things, what things were actually pursuing you. Yeah. And I know it's a luxury, you know, to, to be in a place where you're like, I'm going to let things come to me because sometimes people are like, I can't afford to wait and see. I need to hustle. I need to make money now. I need to support my family. Um, so what message would you have for someone who is exhausted um, and they've been pushing so hard, how do they start to move into that feminine side of leadership that you've really found? I think it, I honestly think that we all have to reach our own breaking point, frankly. You know, you use the word surrender, which I think is so beautiful. And usually surrendering comes when we really have no other choice but to surrender. Yeah. I spent most of 2022, I'm going to be really candid here. Uh, in so much scarcity mm. and completely out of alignment and like to the point where I wanted to quit everything. Like 99% of me was done, done mm. with my business. Mm. Um, Cause that's just how dark and burnt out I had gotten. And so much of that had to do with like my addiction to hustle and the, and the, the neat, the feeling like, Oh, I got 25 mouths to feed. I got to get up every day and like grind. And scrape for checks and convince, convince people like I'm, and then a few months ago, I, I went to Egypt <laughs> and Egypt actually like saved my life and, um, got a lot of the codes. Everyone talked about, go, go to Egypt. You're going to get the codes. I was like, what are the codes? And then I go to Egypt. I'm like, oh, I got the codes. What's it's, the codes? Tell us. You would go into all of these sacred sites, these temples, you know, you're, you're not on any sort of plant medicine or drug, You but you can commune with spirit and connect in here and get information from, from frankly, most, most of the information I got were from the goddesses, Isis, Hathor, Sekhmet, feminine frequencies who are all like the, the name of the game is to enjoy your life is to allow is to receive is to play is to be uh pleasurable in your body. Like these are the, the these are the reasons we exist on planet earth specifically as women. And so I want to answer your question directly because not everybody has the luxury to go to Egypt. But what I, well, what I did personally reach was a breaking point and I had to have, I had to step away from my day to day. So for those listening, they're like, I have to be in this hamster wheel. I don't have any other choice. Hustling is the only option. If you can break away from the monotony of your myopic world experience for a couple of days, 
a day, take a, take a staycation, just break out of the mold and like be with yourself and hear your own thoughts, gather new perspectives. There, there's always options. There's always a, a way for you to reframe the way you think about your life, which will then inform how you actually show up in your life. And me, like you, in the last few weeks of the year, have been playing with these codes, these frequencies of allowance, of surrender, of receiving. And we've closed more business in like three weeks than we closed like in the last three months. Yeah. Like immediately, you know, it's crazy. And so I, it, there really is something to it. I don't even think it's a luxury to use your words. I think it's actually like a necessity. Yeah. Of like living how we're intended to live. And we're, we've just all been so freaking programmed by the matrix that we feel like we don't have any other options, but that is actually a lie. You know what secret that I've been using to kind of be in feminine energy and manifest for anyone who's listening? It sounds obvious, but it's not always, which is just saying what you want. Like it's, it can put you in such feminine energy. If you just attune, you just get into your intuition and you're just able to say, what do I want and how do I share it with people? Just sharing it like air, just like letting it flow into the wind in front of people Yes. Letting the world know what you want. It's such a feminine way to create because eventually someone has a connection or a thought for you that yes. can manifest it. And yeah. so it's been really, really powerful to be pointed like that and put it out there. Yeah. And it, and it, and it goes along with this like piece of advice I got a long time ago from actually my brother who I have so much respect for. It was like, Jessica, you're never going to get anything you want unless you ask for it. Yeah. Right. Like, well, duh. You know, I, I don't know if you're familiar with Marianne Williamson. She's yeah. become, yeah. So she's like the OG and she, um, was on my podcast. So I'll, I'll make a long story short. I was in Ojai, California for my 40th birthday on a solo trip, communing with the feminine energy, like deleted Instagram, deleted email was just in my flow, read one of her books, woman's worth tagged her on the way back to Chicago on the airport. And within an hour, Marianne Williamson's account DM'd me saying, hi, Jessica, thanks for tagging her book. We see you have a podcast. Can we get Marianne, Marianne on your podcast? And I was like, wait, what? Like yeah. this flowed into me when I wasn't even hustling because I was yeah. in that frequency. My point of the story is I got her on my show. We had a vibe, like connected with her. And then I was going to Washington, D.C., where she lives, hap like happenstance a month later to visit a friend. And my brother, again, was like, why don't you reach out to Marianne Williamson and see if she'll meet you for coffee? You just met her. She kind of knows you're top of mind. And I was like, okay. And so I did. And we met, she invited me to her house. We had tea. Now we're friends. Like I'm helping her with so many things. She's hired me to help her with some of her brand campaigns. Like that would have never happened had I not like one been in the feminine frequency yeah. and two made the conscious choice to ask for something I wanted outside of my comfort zone. And it opened up a door and it's like changed my life. So Anything is possible. We just have to open ourselves up to it and trust that we deserve it. Hey, U-Turn friend. Are you ready to enjoy a calm moment with something really nourishing? I have something for you and it's Gold Power by Organifi. The golden powder tastes like a cozy moment in and of itself. It's cinnamony, it's comforting, and it's packed with good ingredients like turmeric, ginger, reishi mushroom, lemon balm, and prebiotics. As soon as the afternoon slump hits, instead of letting myself have yet another cup of coffee, I try to pour this gold powder into my favorite hot nut milk. It's simply divine. It makes my sweet tooth so happy and it's superfood blends just make it easy to add more variety 
and nutrition into my day. If you'd like to give gold powder a try, I cannot recommend it enough. Just head on over to Organifi.com slash U-Turn and make sure to use the code U-Turn at checkout for 20% off. That's O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I.com slash Y-O-U-T-U-R-N and use the code U-Turn for checkout. You know, I was asked a question by Mary Morrissey. I don't know if you know her. She said, what do what can I do from where I am now with what I have now to create? And then she wrote the goal. So maybe my goal is to get five new clients or whatever. What can I do from where I am now with what I have now? Do that. Write down everything. And then I would star. And, and some of my ideas were ludicrous. You know, like this is a weird idea to get a client, but I'm going to write it down because you don't want to close your energy channel, right? Totally. Writing, writing, writing. And I st- she's like, star the things that feel inspiring. Star the things that feel like a breadcrumb. Star fun. And so I remember maybe five years ago, I wanted to coach more women in the white house. Cause I have a background in the government and I just get what they're going through. And I was like, what can I do from where I'm now with what I have now? And this was when I private, I still take on private clients, but it's more rare now. What can I do from where I am now to have, you know, five more private clients from the white house. And I wrote down all these ideas. And the ones that pulled on me was that I starred was go to DC and just start seeing people that I miss from the government and letting them know that this is something I'm excited about. And by the end of the next week, I had my five clients in the White House. So the point is, it's like, I just think being curious of like, okay, yes, there's all these ideas. And some of them are going to feel like we're pushing a mountain, right? And then other ones are going to feel like a total flow state. So why not just lead with those and put your pour yourself into those? But what you tapped into, which I think is like the rub here, is you have absolutely, it goes back to kind of the conversation we began with, which is this glass shattering on your body and you were unharmed. It's like, you get to choose how you look at your life. What you focus on expands. And we actually have so much more dominion over our reality than we give ourselves any credit for. And that's sort of the name of the game of humanity. Like I'm really into extraterrestrials and like spirit. And I, I'm, I believe I'm Palladian and I've read a lot up on that star family and I hope that's not too woo for your audience, but you know, their, their, their message is like this whole human existence is, it's a game and we have, we've come here and we've gone through an amnesia trip because of the programming and the density of fear and the matrix. But if we can really see through it, if we can click out of that static, static and change the channel and realize that we actually are the co-creators of our entire universe. We can manifest so much so fast. And it's hard to fully trust that. Like even as somebody that like speaks it, I have a hard time practicing it, even though I know it's real. But what you just shared is the most beautiful example of like, yo, like what you manifested five clients in a week because you intended to, and you took action. And it's just and it was fun action. It was it's fun. fun. That's, that's the yeah. only way it can work if it is fun. If it's yeah. joyous, if it's high vibrational. Yes. Yeah. I was like, I could just see people that I miss and tell them about it. And I just remember getting this cozy little hotel, wasn't expensive, and going to coffee with people I haven't seen in a while. And I was like, what a fun long weekend. And wow, these clients just came. So I think though that sometimes the speed can be so damaging for people. Um, where it's like manifesting, I want it quickly. I think sometimes that gets people kind of tripped up when it comes to creating. So, okay. You talk about personal branding 2.0. Yes. Um, 
and how we're kind of in, we've moved from like a me culture to a we world, which I love. Um, and then a lot of ways, personal branding can be dead. So can you tell me a little bit more about like, what are you seeing right now and how yeah. are you serving clients in your agency so that we can kind of get an understanding on wh- where I can even ask you more questions around your zone of genius? Yeah. So Simply Be is a personal branding firm that really takes the approach of, and I know this word is overused, but authenticity is the core marketing tactic. You can't fake being true, genuine, of love, like truly, and having a lot of depth. Like we can't manufacture that for our clients. And we feel that the intersection of the depth of your humanity combined with your professional expertise is in a clarified package that someone can emotionally connect to within 15 seconds or less and know exactly they should follow you or refer you or learn more or sign up for whatever it is you're... That's like brand personal branding done well. And that's what we help our clients truly accomplish, like that sense of clarity and depth in, in, a, in a clarified platform. Now, that being said, I think it is shifting, right? We're in a we culture over a me culture where you have to walk your walk. You have to be who you say you are. You have to have a bigger purpose than just your own bottom line. Yeah. And people need to feel you. It's not just hear you and watch you and see you, but they need to feel you. And that's what we call eminence. Yeah. It's not just about your message. It's about how you make people feel. Mm-hmm. Not just what you teach people and what you inspire people with, but how you can really help them see themselves and feel um, more alive, more connected because of your presence. Mm-hmm. And that exists online and offline. Most of our clients are executive leaders who run organizations. Um, some of them are very highly highly successful entrepreneurs as well, but they have teams, right? They're, they're talking to their internal culture all the time. They have the media they have to face. They have clients they're pitching, competitors who are watching them. And all of all of them are on stage all the time, whether they want to be or not. And so this is really about creating a conscious self-awareness and empowerment over your how you're perceived as much as it is shaping the perfect value proposition in Instagram and LinkedIn channels. Like we do that. That's what we tactically do, but it's so much more than this. And that's really what, you know, you read my bio out at the beginning. It's like, I believe that when you invest in yourself, like you are investing in a positive future for change. And every single one of us has a responsibility to contribute to that. Yeah. Shit. And so that's the core of our work. And our approach to personal branding is trademarked. It's proprietary. I've created a whole series of incredible tools that I published in my book um, in a DIY format because I don't believe this work only belongs to the CEOs and entrepreneurs who can afford an agency, but everybody, which is why the book, the book just came out in paperback. It's $19.99. Like if you read my book cover to cover and do the exercises, you will be able to build your own personal brand. Like it is that in depth, that's how much I gave away the keys to the kingdom because I feel that strongly that every single person deserves to one, know their value yeah, and know who they are and how to tell their story to amplify it into the world so that they can help shift their own corner of it. And that's not bullshit. Like I really believe in that. So um, that's the core of Simply Be. I love that. And I, I feel like, um, what do you think is some of the components? Like, so let's say somebody... Obviously, I hope everybody runs to get your book. And if for some reason they don't, what are a couple takeaways or thoughts that you want them to have around creating their personal brand that maybe they can even consider getting started on today? I love this question. So many people think that building a personal brand is about outside image, platform, perception. While that has a lot to do with this this game, it's really an inside job first. So the book that I wrote is divided into three sections. The first is be real. 
The second is be your brand. And the third is be free. And the first section of the book, be real, is really that that first step into looking at who you really are and embracing all your shit and your shadow and your mess, which equals your message. And really accepting like that when you show up with love and you overcome your fears of self-limiting beliefs that you're not worth being even seen in the first place, like you got to do all that work first to fully embody your brand and be seen out into the world. And the main bulk of the book is how do you build your brand? That's the middle section. And then the final section, I'm like, put the book down, go, go be a real person in the real world and free yourself to like lean into the edges of your life, get uncomfortable, be inspired so you can be inspiring that's the that's kind of how the book ends. But to your question, in the beginning of the book, there is an exercise that I'll give out to your audience now where I have the reader ask about five people in their life that they know the best, who knows them the best, mix of personal and professional relationships, a partner, a boss, a client, a mentor, just mix it up and ask them all the same exact question and have them write back to you in written text or email their answers. And the question is, what is my unique, intrinsic value. That's it. It's meant to be a little esoteric in nature for them to be like, what's that? Like, I think about that. Mm -hmm. What is intrinsic to me? What do I bring to this world that no one else does in the way that I do it essentially is a question. And what I've seen happen in that one exercise alone is people's lives change truly. People are like, oh my God, I would never say that about myself, Mm -hmm. but that is who I am. And it's just this beautiful, like, sitting in like a fishbowl, like with everyone just spewing love at you. Mm -hmm. And that the reason why I have the reader make sure those answers come back in written form is that those words, the language, the synonyms, like the actual text is data, like for you to build the messaging of your personal brand story. And so that's the first step. It would give you a running start if you, you know, picked up my book, which I hope you do, but it would still serve you, I think, in really seeing yourself, how other people see you, which in and of itself is transformational. Okay. So I feel like you asked such a deep and good question. And now I almost feel like my follow-up is so light. Let's do it. But I guess it's like, okay, we live in a world right now where Instagram was kind of running social media and branding. Mm -hmm. And then you have TikTok I feel like there's an, a chronic sense of overwhelm amongst people on where to get started in establishing a voice. Mm-hmm. Where do you, or I know that, you know, every practitioner or side hustler or corporate person with a voice that there's a different platform that's going to fit everybody differently. But yeah. do you have your sense that there's like a pulse on some certain ones that people need to think about? And if so, what can we tell everyone as they kind of move into that? Totally. I mean, there's a lot to say about this. I have a chapter in my book, of course, on social media, but you know, every channel has its own reason for being its own audience, its own target industries, its own kind of content that really shines. So if I were just to kind of break it down in a one quick one too, I think Instagram is a beautiful place to build community and to build brands. Um, it, it's kind of all the things, all the windows into your life, the pictures, the videos, the stories, the behind the scenes, the reels, and it's not going away. It's going to only get stronger. And you, you know, I have a friend, I love sharing the story. She has 8,000 followers on Instagram 
and she's a she's a solopreneur business owner and she made like nine hundred thousand dollars last year in revenue marketing mainly to her Instagram audience. Wow. And she's eight thousand followers. So you really don't need all of these vanity metrics. It's just so dated and it's not the way the game works anymore. But Instagram is I mean, if you're in real estate, design, food, fashion, obviously, like, it's going to crush for you. But all sorts of businesses are obviously now on Instagram. I think LinkedIn is is where it's at. I think LinkedIn, if you are in corporate America, but if also you're an entrepreneur or you're a creative, I'm actually part of the global content creators team. Um, I'm like one of their quote unquote influencers, if you will. And I work directly with LinkedIn every single month. And I'm like the first to know about all of the changes and updates to the platform. They are pouring so much in to people who are content creators. So video, newsletters, podcasts, blogs, um, stories and lives, like it all is happening on LinkedIn and it's only the tip of the iceberg. And guess what? What I love so much about LinkedIn is that it's the top verified social media channel in the world. So when you go onto Facebook and Instagram, there's a lot of bots and spammers and lots of accounts that aren't real, it doesn't exist on LinkedIn. So if you see someone who's like the CEO at Nike, that's the CEO at Nike. Like everyone is who they say they are on LinkedIn and you really can't beat that. Mm -hmm. And so getting on LinkedIn as a content creator and not just a content consumer, participating in the feed, adding value, like showing up who you are as a human being in work is enormous. TikTok, we know it's like Gen Z friendly, like it leans towards like that generation. And, but I see a lot of, if you can find your lane, find your stick and stay consistent. I've seen a lot of entrepreneurs, business owners, doctors, dentists, realtors making the most of TikTok and really going deep. Pinterest is a search engine. So is YouTube. Twitter is a listening tool. Facebook is an advertising platform. Like that's how I would break it down. Yeah. And honestly, you don't need to be on all of them. I would pick one or two and go super narrow and deep. Yeah. Or shallow and wide. And that and that's all going to depend on what your business is and who your audience is. I love this so much because there is some part of me that was like, is Instagram dying? Like what's going on with reels and everything feels like it's a 10 second reel and then it's a minute long reel and then tweets are more than 140 characters. It's like things are changing so quickly. I right. remember writing a personal branding book because I would feel a mindset block of how do I even write about something that is moving so much? But it seems like you're your teachings are kind of timeless because they're about who are you and how do you want yes. to as you. And it's funny. Thank you for that reflection. And I don't yeah. even know if you, um, you know, we're just, we're just getting to know each other, but I literally have one chapter in the book called the evergreen principles of social media, the 10 ever. Cause I believe there's always a new algorithm hack and a new app and a new rule and a new reel. Like you can't keep up with all of it. It changes literally every day. No one, no one has, written a master's degree book on social media because it's constantly changing and it is actually so new, but I've been in this game since social media started in 2008. Like I'm older than I look and like, at least I like to tell myself that, but I, um, um, I think that the, the things that worked 15 years ago are, are still working today. The, yeah. like the principles of what makes social media shine and why it's powerful for our businesses, what works now at the core is why it worked 15 years ago. That really hasn't changed. It's about relationship. It's about consistency. It's about reciprocity. It's about accessibility. It's about having tact. It's about making it fun. Like all of that hasn't changed. And so if you can just remember those core values of social and like what it's really for, 
and ride the waves and have fun with the latest features and play with the and like accept the algorithm like okay fine instagram sucks in that way like like i said i still know a girl that made 900 grand last year and has only 8000 followers like making it work for you there's you got to show up and pour into your community create value repeat you know and it doesn't matter which channel you're really on to do that as long as you're consistent Okay. So this is a very sweet spot question before we go that I want to make sure I ask you, which is I think a lot of people right now, especially in my private practice, um, the clients that I do take on, there's a lot of them that are making a career pivot and they want to start a business, but they don't know what it is yet. And I think one of the worst things you could do is force yourself into starting a business. It's like, there's, there's moments where you do need to kind of tap into that masculine vibe and push. So it's like, why would you do that for something you hate? So I think taking your time to be really clear on what the idea is, obviously taking action, starting before you're exactly ready. But a lot of people don't have any idea yet. Um, And I always think to myself, well, if you're not really sure, but you do know you want to start something at some point, start a personal brand so that you have an audience, you've engaged with people, and you can eventually sell to them. Um, Do you have any thoughts on, you know, that person that I'm talking about where, because I think there's probably a lot of women listening, especially right now, where they're like, I want to start a business. I don't know what it is. What do I do with this whole personal brand thing? Like, how do I make that work for me long-term? Yeah. Specific with that. Yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll harken back to how I started Simply Be. So quickly, like I ran, I I ran a magazine. I ran an online magazine for women. That was my first business for seven years. So I was already an entrepreneur, but it was like burning me out. I wasn't happy. I had a horrible relationship with my business partner. It was time for me to go. And I just, I knew I had like learned a lot of shit about marketing and branding and I could do this thing called consulting, quote unquote, spend time with people who would pay me for my time to give them advice. Right. Like, so you don't have to be an entrepreneur. I was, but I'm talking to this listener right now, the woman you just addressed and answering your question. It's like, I just, I knew that over the like seven years I was running that business and in that industry, I knew things that people needed. I had an asset called my brain. And so I left the um, agent, the, the the magazine, and literally announced I was leaving to start my own little consultancy. And I launched it by uh, sending an email out to my network, and I BCC'd about a hundred people, announcing I was doing this thing called Simply Be. Had no business strategy, no website, no no product suite. Just like was like I'm gonna open myself up as a consultant. And within a week, I was. I booked $25,000 worth of client retainer work and like a line out the door. And I only share that story to say like, I had no personal brand. I had no awareness that I had a personal, like I actually had a reputation in the market and that was enough information for people to want to work with me. I didn't even realize I had that. And that's when I started getting intentional about building my brand. And that's when I decided to dedicate my whole business to personal branding itself. So I think the woman listening has more of an asset than she realizes. I think that reading my book will help you get clear on how to tell your story. Another great book I'd recommend that changed my life, changed my business is a book called Traction, which is uh, by Gina Wickman. And it's one of the best entrepreneurial books you'll ever read. And it teaches you how to build an entrepreneurial operating system and what every business needs to have to be a business. Um, you as the visionary creator has to come up with like, what's the offering, of course, what's from your soul, what would you love to do every day? But this book is going to teach you how to put structure around it. A business isn't a business unless it makes money. 
It has to have process systems, has to have metrics and data, has to have an org chart, people to help you run it. Like this book walks you through all of it. It's really like an amazing masterclass on it. And so that would be my advice to her, like to, to take the leap of faith like I did, to know that she's got value, to put some language around her value, read my book, start sharing that value with the world, and then read traction and try and wrap your brain around how you would really build structure and make your passion a business. That book will help you do it. Mm, you are so full of good magic. And yes, you definitely look younger than whatever you are. Because, 41. <laughs> okay. I just started getting the like, what is it? The frown mark, like the frown curve. Yep. I got to I don't know if you're, do, you're doing face yoga or what. I do a mix of everything. Um, I do. Here's the truth. If you, I'm super, super transparent. I have a little Botox in my um, crow's feet and lines on my forehead that I get like two or three times a year. I got fillers once in my cheeks and I love them. But they're super subtle and you'd never know. Yeah. And I spend a lot of money on skincare. I don't drink alcohol. I drink a lot of water and I'm, I'm, I'm happy. Mm-hmm. Happiness <laughs> definitely <laughs> does something. Right. Like that's, that's a real shirt. Yeah. That's the trick. That's secret, secret sauce. So that's the truth. That's how I stay young. And I actually love getting older too. It's beautiful to age and have wisdom and feel more. I forties, forties are like amazing. I'm yeah. Like, I don't it's want like the 20s are like a shit storm and Dude, then the word kind of getting your bearings and then yeah. the 40s you're like owning it. That would be my assumption. Yep. Okay. I have to have you back on when you're feeling very tactical and nerdy with me about like, these are the seven steps to sell this way or that way. Um, even yeah. though most of my audience, I believe is corporate, we will find out. Um, you're just so lovely. Thanks for coming on. Where can everybody find your book and follow you? And where's the best spots? Thank you for saying that. You're lovely too. I loved this. Thank you for having me on. It was an honor. Yeah. I'm always so touched and grateful when anyone invites me onto their platform. It's a it's a big deal. So thank you. You can find me at Jessica Zweig on Instagram. Just my full first and last name. I spent a lot of time there. You can go to simplybeagency.com. That is where my business exists. You can learn all about what we do. Uh, you can buy my book on uh, Amazon wherever books are sold. And we're releasing a workbook, a companion 100-page workbook to the book that everyone has been asking for. All the extra worksheets and frameworks are included and much more. Um, and that's exclusively on Amazon. So yeah. Yay. Come say hi. Thank you so much again. Uh, of course. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much for tuning into the U-Turn podcast. And thank you again so much for our sponsors. We are here because of you and to our listeners Thank you for checking out our sponsors. We always pick people and brands that we trust and we believe in. And just for listening to the show, writing your reviews on the Apple app, and just being willing to make your own U-turns. We'll see you next week. This episode is brought to you by the Yap Media Podcast Network. I'm Hala Taha, CEO of the award-winning digital media empire, Yap Media, and host of Yap Young and Profiting Podcast, a number one entrepreneurship and self-improvement podcast where you can listen, learn, and profit. On Young and Profiting Podcast, I interview the brightest minds in the world and I turn their wisdom into actionable advice that you can use in your daily life. Each week, we dive into a new topic like the art of side hustles, how to level up your influence and persuasion, and goal setting. I interview A-list guests on Young and Profiting. I've got the best guests, like the world's number one negotiation expert, Chris Voss, Shark, Damon John, serial entrepreneurs Alex and Layla Hermosi, and even movie stars like Matthew McConaughey. 
There's absolutely no fluff on my podcast, and that's on purpose. Every episode is jam-packed with advice that's gonna push your life forward. I do my research, I get straight to the point, and I take things really seriously, which is why I'm known as the Podcast Princess and how I became one of the top podcasters in the world in less than five years. Young and Profiting Podcast is for all ages. Don't let the name fool you. It's an advanced show. As long as you wanna learn and level up, you will be forever young. So join Podcast Royalty and subscribe to Young and Profiting Podcast or Yap, like it's often called by my Yap fam on Apple, Spotify, CastBox or wherever you listen to your podcasts.